Hi, and welcome to Fourth Dimension, where God keeps it real. Join us here with Adam Young. Right as cheers. If you're blessed. I am a guy that that can't stay out of jail. I'm I'm that guy that can't keep a needle out of his arm. I, I'm him, you know. Um, but today, like like Shay said, um, I am a college student. Next year, I get my degree, my bachelor's degree. I just recently took the position of the director of the Western Kentucky Dream Center. You know, all these things that got, I'm getting a little bit of feedback here. Um, and it's a little echoey, it's throwing me off just a little bit. But, uh, <clears throat> but you know, he is good to us. You know what I mean? None of them things was I ever capable of. But the thing is, is the Bible says that the same spirit that is inside of me is the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. Right? Think about that for a moment. The same spirit that rose our Messiah from the dead. The same spirit that was hovering the waters. Waiting on the command, the voice of God to say, let there be light. Right? So it can move. That same spirit is inside of us. Just imagine if I stop believing all the lies that Satan was telling me. And I come to terms in reality the what is inside of me and what I'm capable of doing, imagine what we can we can accomplish. Right? Imagine if we all got together in the same accord, the same mindset, what we could accomplish. Right? That's why today, tonight, I said today, tonight, I don't I ain't a pastor no more, so good good thing I didn't say this morning. <laughs> you know how many times people know that I've done this morning no. But either way, um, you know, God's put a warrior message on my heart tonight. You know, there's two types of messages. There's a sheep message and there's a warrior message. Right? And there's nothing wrong with a sheep message. There's nothing wrong at all. Um, because God is graceful. He is merciful. Right? And, and if you come in hurt and you come in broken, guess what? We will feed you. We'll change your diaper. We'll teach you how to walk. Right. We'll do all those things. That's right. But every now and then, every now and then, we got to hear a warrior message. And the warrior message is basically just a call to arms. Amen. Right? Because what we need to do sometimes is realize we need to take back what is ours. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about America. Amen. I'm talking about our homes. Talking about our neighborhoods. Yes. I'm talking about our marketplaces. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm going to tell you something that gets on my nerves more than anything else in this planet. Is hearing people talking about Washington and what's going on. Our president, this yeah. and that, and blah, blah, blah. You can tell me the temperature of Washington. You can tell me the temperature of our country, but you can't tell me the temperature of your home. Come on. Right? You can't tell you you can't. You don't realize what your kid is thinking about inside the bedroom, right? You don't know what your wife is needing from you. It's real. We all know why we got what we got in office is because we ain't doing what we're supposed to be doing in our homes. You know what I'm saying? Because if you want to know what the majority of the voters are, I'll tell you who they are. The suburban housewives with their husbands ain't in the home and they're off doing this and that and they're not godly men 
and the other the other ones are coming from fatherless homes. Amen. So that's the majority of our voters. What are they lacking? They're all lacking godly men. Come on. So we need some men. We need some warriors to step right. up yeah. and be what we're called to be if you want to turn this country around. Amen. You want to turn your neighborhood around. If you want to turn your home around. Yeah. It all has got to be centered around this. This is the only truth that I've ever found in my life is right here. And there's hard things in here to swallow. There's hard things in here to wrap your mind around, right? What is, what is hard to wrap my mind around? That an axe head flow? That somebody, that somebody suspended the sun? Right? A staff turned into a snake? Man walked on water? There's a lot of things. Virgin birth? Resurrection? There's a lot of things in here that's hard for me to logically wrap my mind around. But I'm telling you right now, I've never experienced more truth in my whole life than in the pages of these books. This is the only thing that's ever saved my life. The scripture I'm coming out of is Joshua 5. I'm going to start at verse 10. If you want to read along with me. If you ain't got a Bible, don't worry about it, I'm going to read it to you. So, you're good. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. Ready for God's Word? Amen. The Word that does not return no the void. Right? Come on. Joshua 5, verse 10 says, While the Israelites camped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho. They kept the Passover on the evening of the 14th day of the month. The day after the Passover, they ate unleavened bread and roasted grain from the produce of the land. And the day after they ate from the produce of the land, the manna ceased. Since there was no more manna for the Israelites, they ate from the crops of the land of Canaan that year. Why is it important? Why is eating the produce of the land, eating the fruit of the land, so important at this moment in history of the Israelites? I'll tell you why. Because they just spent 40 years in the wilderness eating nothing but manna and quail. And so you'll hear people preach about manna. You'll hear people preach how with God's blessing, blessing of manna, that manna is a good thing. Really, the only good thing about manna is, is that's just proof that God was faithful. But the truth of the matter is, is they was eating manna because they was out of position for war. Right? They wasn't ready. They wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing. They shouldn't have spent 40 years eating manna. Really, the only reason they got mad is because they wouldn't stop grumbling. And God uh -uh. said, here, I'll give you something. That's right. That's right. Wow. <laughs> so my call tonight is, are you ready to put down the manna and start eating the private produce, the fruit of the land? Wow. But the thing is, before you say yes, you've got to realize what you're saying yes to. Because that fruit didn't come free. 
That fruit came with warfare. Right? That was a reason why that they spent 40 years in the wilderness is because they went across the Jordan one time and they got spooked, come back, and said, no, nah, we ain't going over there. God said, okay, have it your way. And even in that, even in that disobedience, it shows the faithfulness of God because he still provided manna. He still provided quail. He still provided a pillar of smoke by day and a pillar of fire by night because he's faithful. He's faithful. But I'm telling you right now, if you're getting led by a pillar of fire and a pillar of smoke, you're eating manna and quail, but you're out of position. Because when you answer the call to God, you answer the call of God, here's one thing I know is going to happen. You're going to get whipped, pillar to post. That just happens. Yeah. That comes with the game. You know what I mean? That's why I, I, I can't stand it when I hear the saying, if you're scared, go to church. I'm telling you right now, if you're scared, don't come to church. Because <laughs> church ain't nothing for no sissies. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah, church ain't for the weak. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> now, that's now, don't get it twisted. If you're hurt and you're broken, and you need mending, church is the place for you. Yes. But, because we will love you back to where you need to be. And we'll help you walk in the purposes of God. And God will heal every broken piece you have in you. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that there comes a point when you're going to have to go into war. There comes a point where you're going to have to engage in battle. And yeah. the thing is, is God ain't calling no weak-hearted Christian. This ain't no candy-coated stuff right here. This is real-life stuff. And just like my buddy Mark said, he said, we're getting close to the end. And it does look like it's close to the end. And warfare's ramping up. And what he's doing, I've seen more. I, 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 I've, I have found more. I have struggled more in the last year and a half on what I need to say because every time I felt like I wanted to say something, there was something that would be said. And, and, and I'm telling you, what, what shocked me the most is it wasn't the unbelievers that was arguing back with me, it was the believers. Yeah. Left me shaking my head. Almost shut me up. Warfare ain't easy. But the thing is, is we don't fight alone. The thing is, there is a battle plan. It's laid out right here. You want me to tell you what the battle plan is? You want me to tell you what the strategy is? It's real simple. He goes out before you. He goes out before you and defeats your enemy before you ever even have to face him. I'm telling you right now, people. I'm telling you right now, beloved, that we are on the seventh lap, on the seventh day, and it's getting time to start to shout the walls of Jericho down. And God ain't calling nobody. He parted and ain't ready to fight. God's calling some warriors. He's calling some people to fight because guess what? There are broken people out there. Right now, there's no telling how many people just in this city alone right now is thinking about killing themselves. Right. Sticking another needle in the arm, taking another drink. It's real. Yeah. Got a buddy just a few weeks ago. Right over at 14 West 7th Street on a murder charge. Just talking to him the day before. Just talking to him the day before. You know why he's there? 
just couldn't fully surrender to the call of God. He's been in this room before. You know, an amazing call in his life. A warrior, broken. But at the end of the day, just didn't have the cojones to just fully surrender. I don't know if I'm allowed to say cojones, but again, <laughs> again this is a word message. This ain't no sheep message. I'm here trying to get some gas on you. I'm here trying to get you fired up. I'm here trying to get you ready to fight. You got to you that's out there trying to take your family, trying to take your wife, trying to take your kids. He's trying to take everything that you love and still, still get you to follow him. You're believing his lie. He's accusing. He's accusing of uh, 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 making accusations of you. At the same time, we'll follow right behind him. All he's doing. You're no good. See, you failed. I'm gonna drink again. I never want you to come back to church now. Come on. Are you slept with that girl? So her name might as well just keep sleeping on her and just don't even go back to your church people. They're just going to judge you. They're going to keep on making you feel guilty. Yeah. Ain't going to do no good. Just go and stay out there with her. It's reality. It's reality. We keep yelling, I want to move a God. I need a move of God. Sometimes I feel like he's going... I'm moving where you at. Come yeah. on. Where you at? Come on. Come on, catch up with me. Yeah. He don't stop moving. We do. We're the ones that scared to cross the Jordan. He's already over there, waiting on us. 31 hostile empires. 31 hostile empires waiting. Four to five towns, four to five cities. Like nothing they'd ever seen before. Waiting for them. They had to cross the Jordan. But here's what the Israelites didn't know. The Israelites didn't really, they, they, didn't know, they didn't know because they never would go across the Jordan to find out that the people on the other side of the Jordan in those four to five cities were scared to death of them, Woo! hoping they'd stay on the other side. They knew that they were God's children. You know why? Because they did see a pillar of fire, and they did see a pillar of smoke, and they knew that they had the favor of God. The minute they crossed that Jordan, they shook, ran in their cities, locked everything up. They didn't want to fight. But the thing is, is, is looking from a distance, all we see is how big our enemy is. We won't approach him to find out how scared they are of us. You know, demons can't even be in the presence of worship. Come on. You hear that? Come on, man. Demons can't even be in the presence of worship. But yet I'm going to walk around here scared that there's a demon around every corner. That there's a demon under every rock out to get me. Well, good. Good. I want you to show up where I'm at. Because I'm going to praise Jesus and celebrate. Come on around me. Yeah. Come on, I want you to. 
myself, I got brothers with me. Yeah. That ain't playing around either. Right. 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 Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I done got political ancestors or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I work with men all the time, so I said, you know, I try to get them fired up and jacked up, but I'm trying to get y'all fired up too. Because uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, men, if you think you're the greater creature, <laughs> just take on their responsibilities for three days. You'll. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll change your mind. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, ain't, no yeah. way. ain't no way. But I know, I know that sometimes just to be heavy, you know what I mean? To think about warfare. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm 42 years old, and I didn't, fi I didn't finally fully surrender to what God had called me to be until four years ago. A little over four years ago. I ran. I ran. God called me at 18 and I surrendered at 38. So come on, I know how scary this is. I know how scary it is. But I'm here to tell you that you're not alone and victory's already there. We don't, we don't fight for victory, we fight from it, right? It's already there. The reason we don't own our neighborhoods is because we ain't took ownership. The reason we don't own our homes is because we ain't took ownership. It's tough right now. It's tough right now. Satan knows that he's got one tactic that works above anything else. You, the man from the family, he'll have the rest of them. You get the kids to disrespect the father and think that he's nothing but a joke and everything he stands for a joke and he has the kids. Mm. It's real. Yeah. But the thing is, we don't lay back. We don't lay back and take it. We engage in warfare. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of hearing news of Brothers going to prison. I'm tired of hearing news of brothers and sisters going to getting uh, uh, buried. Come on. I'm tired of hearing of families getting separated. Yeah. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing people come to this altar and, 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 and get a move of God and, and have an encounter with Jesus and then turn around a week later they're getting high again. There's nothing worse than a van full of dope and a head full of scriptures. Oh, it sucks. Yes. It's a horrible place to be. <laughs> Verse 13 says that when Joshua was, was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua approached him and asked, are you for us or are you for our enemy? Think about that. They're in the plains of Jericho. Been eating manna for 
40 years. Mm. A whole generation of Israelite children scared to fight mm. until a generation rose up ready to go. Yeah. Joshua and Caleb led the charge going across. Yeah. Moses' last, last sermon, last call. See, Moses kind of did what I'm doing right now. He, he was putting the gas on them, <coughs> putting the cables on them, getting them ready to fight. Be strong and of good courage, right? He finally mustered up enough courage to go across the Jordan and they're in the plains of Jericho. For the first time in their whole life, some of them. Maybe a lot of the generation that went across the Jordan were the children and the ones that didn't make it. So for some of them, for the first time in their life, they ate something besides bread and quail. The fruit of the land. And here they are. The, the Jericho, the walls of Jericho in sight. They say the walls of Jericho were so wide that they could, they could have five chariots of rest going around it. Can you imagine spending a lifetime, 40 years, in the wilderness, roaming around like a nomad, and now I've got to stand in front of this fortified city with walls thicker than anything I've ever seen in my life, and i got to get ready to fight these people? And here Joshua is, walking on this great warrior. I can imagine how scary he looked. Sword in hand. The only question you think is, are you for me or are you for me? <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to know this right now. <laughs> I might be in trouble. I might just stay back here. Right? Are you for them? Are you for us? Are you for them? Neither he replied, I've now come as a commander of the Lord's army. Um, come on. Uh, he said, the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, remove your sandals from your feet, for where you now are standing is holy. Think about that. Come on. Where he's standing is holy. See, when we got this picture started off, was Moses was standing in front of a burn, or was walking by a burning bush, and all of a sudden it spoke to him. <laughs> See, Moses could have kept on going. He could have looked over and said, uh -uh. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, he stopped. Yeah. And he turned. Amen. He turned. He positioned himself. Yeah. He repositioned himself. And then that's when the, that's when God said, Now where you stand is holy. Amen. I'm telling you right now, folks, it wasn't that sheep filled poop dirt where he stood was holy dirt. What he meant was where you stand, where you are now positioned, you are holy. Yeah. You are ready to do what I'm called about to call you to do. Yes. Amen. So now they ended this picture on the same note, right? He wasn't talking about the plains of Jericho. He was talking about now where you stand Ooh. is holy. You're ready. You're positioned yeah, for yeah. warfare. Now where you stand is holy. My question is, how many of you ready to jerk the shoes off and get ready to fight? Woo. How many of you are ready to 
take the seventh lap on the seventh day and shout the walls of Jericho down? That's what I, my question is. Or am I up here by myself? No. Nah. Mm -hmm. nah, we here with you. Come on. Hey, hey if you ain't, I've got people that are. I'll be going. Because I'm telling you, there, there, are, there are some people out there. There's some people in this room I know for a fact. Yeah. Go to hell with a water pistol. Come on. Dare you to step out. Yes. Come on, buddy. I'm <laughs> Because I know I'm not the only one in this room that's been beat to the post. Right. Right. Watch my family get beat to the post. Right. You got that righteous anger ready to yes. step up and do whatever needs to be called to do. I'm going to tell you the only thing that I've done differently four years ago than I ever done in my whole life is I stood in front of God and I meant it with everything in me. And I told him I'll never tell you no again, no matter how scary Amen. it looks. Yeah. Woo. Thank you, Lee. And four years later, I'm 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 shocked and I'm appalled that there's no more Christians out there that are willing to do that too. Yeah. <coughs> I thought there was people beating down the door to do God's work. Yeah. I thought there was people standing there going, "Me, pick me, pick Ooh. me. I'm ready, God. Put me in, Coach." Yeah. <coughs> when I found out the truth that there's people going I know I can do it but uh, just let me I'm going to chill over here for a minute I ain't quite ready yet I'm still I'm still sinning a little bit come on man his mercies are new every morning sin don't matter sin ain't even an equation when it comes to this thing I ain't got nothing to do with my sin except for me sinning. He gets rid of it. I can't get rid of it. Thank you, Lord. It's not my business. My business is just to go before him. Ask him for, for forgiveness. For yes, him. yes. That's my business. Yeah, try it. Come on. It ain't, it, even though I'm, I'm giving a call to action, this ain't a works-based thing. Woo. I, do want, I do want us to know that this is, we do serve a merciful God. And there's grace for any sin that you've ever committed. That's right. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's been times in my life I've cursed God. Been mad at God. That's considered an unforgivable sin, ain't it? But he forgave me. He forgave me the one sin I thought he wouldn't be able to forgive me of. Still shows me grace and mercy today. Thank you, Lord. I make mistakes every day. Amen. Don't ask Ashley. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. If you ask Ashley, she will tell you that I'm perfect. And, 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 and I'm the best thing that ever happened to anyone. <laughs> tell them, Lord. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like we're in a season where we are in the plains of Jericho. I feel like we're in a season where we've crossed the Jordan. But I feel like we're in a season where we need to posture our hearts. We need to posture our hearts for warfare. 
We need to shout down the walls of Jericho. Amen. Yeah. We need to speak with authority because Amen. we have it. Woo. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Hey, if it don't look so, speak it as it is so, right? Woo. I'll speak it till it is. Yes. Ain't he faithful? Yes. Jehovah Jireh? I'm going to tell you right now, there's been times when me and Ashley, I was working, I was a full-time student and in drug court, and she was working at a grocery store. Still, still was able to pay our bills. Amen. Didn't get a light cut off. Woo. Never went a light without food. Thank God. Wow. He's faithful. <laughs> But he expects us to be good stewards. That's right. Right? He that's faithful with a little, he's yep. given much. Thank you, Lord. I'm not going to give an altar call for, for salvation tonight. I feel like God wants to move, He wants to do something. But here's what I do want to say. If there's somebody in this room that's not saved, that's not saved, do not leave this, do not leave this building without seeing somebody. Ooh, come on. If you don't feel like you're right with Jesus, don't leave this building without making it right. But the call I'm making tonight, and the call that God is calling on me, is a call to arms. Amen. Yeah, come on. Who's getting tired of being beat, pillared, posts? Huh? Who's tired of who's tired of the enemy playing around in your house? Yes. Who's tired of the enemy playing around with your kids? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Come on. Mark, you wanna come up here, buddy? There you are. You I was way back there when I you get you go blind up before you, I tell you that. <laughs> See, there's moments in time. Todd Hill, I love Todd Hill. And Todd Hill always says, the opportunity of a lifetime only lasts the lifetime of an opportunity. So what that means is, is that means that there's these moments in time where God is calling on you. Sort of like Moses walking by that bush. And when God called, if he didn't stop, you think there would have been another bush to walk by? <laughs> right? But he stopped and he turned and he said, Yes, God. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tonight I know there are some men and women sitting here that God. The Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart. And it's time for you to stop running. It's time for you to stop going in the wrong direction. And to stop and 
and to turn towards God. Yes, come on. And say, yes, God. Yes, God, I'll never run again. Yes, God, I'll never tell you no again. Yes, God, I am ready for warfare. And I don't care what the cost is. Because you know what? It still will never match the cost he paid for me. Amen. Come on. It never matched the cost Come that he paid for me. Yes. If I lose my life, it still doesn't match the, the cost at Calvary that Jesus paid on me. Come on, amen. God's calling some people right now with some kahunas that's ready to take <laughs> back their homes, ready to take back their city, ready to take back their neighborhood, yes. right? And when we do that, then we can start taking back our country. Come on. Yes. So if you're ready for warfare, come on. Show God. You're waiting on God to move. God's waiting on you to move. He's moving. If you're ready to take back your home, if you're ready to take back your kids, show God you're ready. Come to this altar. Show them that you're ready to change something. Just go to church. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if we call like that, everybody in this room should come running to the altar. You should be running to the altar. Because you're tired of God having or Satan having your children. You're tired of Satan having your wife. Unless you got it all together. Unless you got it all together.
right here. And this, this is the preacher coming out of me. There's so many professional Christians out there that are so puzzled that they can't get their life together, but yet they refuse to go get in a local church and let roots grow deep and allow themselves to be pastor and pay their tithes. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I've made it on nothing. Me and Ashley has made it on a miracle for years at a time. And, it, and I knew that we would because I knew one thing. I knew that we were faithful in tithing. And I knew that God would not let one of his children that was faithful in tithing go under. I know that he won't. that you 
become part of a local body and that they, that they grow and mature in the mighty men and women of God and Lord I just pray for all the mature Christians that's just been enduring everything that we've had to endure in the last year and a half to two years not knowing which way to turn so much information to process God Lord I know says do not grow weary in doing yes. good and so yes. God I just pray supernatural strength to these saints that's been faithful and working hard especially show and Paul that's kept these doors open and has done everything they could to keep this from being shut down so that they so that people can walk through that door and encounter you in a way that they never encountered you before Lord I pray that you move in the hearts of every man and every child here. Yes, God. So that it be the warrior that you called them to yeah. be. God, you're so good. You're so faithful. Thank you so much for listening. Catch us next time.